0: Hello, hello, welcome back to Chris's Podcast Adventures! Woohoo! Oh, I'm fucked up right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Um. Oh, fuck. I just watched Avengers. Holy shit. That movie's so goddamn good. Oh, my god. C- oh, fuck. <laughs> I fucking I, if y'all whoever had, I know if uh I know I got some friends listening to me on this that actually know me but those them's that do got my Snapchat. I saw that I cooked up some foods. Man, I hella ate out while watching this movie. So goddamn good. Oh man, that was that shit was planned. I uh, people on Instagram were saying that it would uh you will go to the bathroom like, like 'cause it's so long. I'm like. Damn, they are right. I went to the bathroom, fucking, I took a shower, busted a nut, fucking took, I say I took a shower, I took a shower, yeah. Ate food. And the movie still wasn't over, so, Tay Tell is a very, very well made movie. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, (laughs) let's get a little, uh, Let's get a little uh, in- introduction. Let's get a little introduction music on the way, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> Fuck. It's been like 30 minutes since that last, that first part I did. <laughs> I recorded it, I added the introduction music, and I threw up. <laughs> I'm a. Yeah, shit, am fuck. Fucking, Fucking... Oh, what's today's topic? Topic of the day. Spin the wheel of fortune. Today's topic is... Mm, my perspective of being in the army. Yeah. Yes! That's a good one right there. Um, oh, okay, well, I mean, a lot of you guys, anybody that's my friend really knows that I've been wanting to do uh, a military service for a long, long time, uh, not particularly the army, the army was actually my last choice in my in my young brain, but it was my first choice, one of my first choices when I actually realized when I wanted to go in, so... Why I wanted to go in was because of my brother, my brother Joe. He uh, he was in the Marines for just uh, four years, but I was pretty little, and I always looked up to him because of that, and I thought that was fucking awesome that he was in the Marines. He served in Afghanistan, Iraq, and he he, he would always tell me the stories about all the stuff he did. He, he always uh, brought home cool stuff like... Like, cool shit. Like, really cool shit. Like, he brought back a bunch of knives. He brought back, uh... He brought back C4. Like, the C4 roll-up. Then the detonating charge for it. And then... Uh, he he brought back a grenade, but it wasn't full. Like, it was a dummy grenade. But it was pretty cool still. It had, like... Had everything inside except the the working fuse. So I thought that shit was pretty badass. And then he, uh... He was... So this is crazy. He told me the story that... He was taking a, uh, taking an, Ira- an Iraqi, an Iraqi, uh, fucking, what the hell you call him, terrorist, I guess? Iraqi terrorist? Fighter? Iraqi fighter? He was taking one hostage, and, um, they were walking him, they are walking him to, back to the base, and he turned around, and he reached for my brother's gun, so my, my bro, he, he hit him with the butt, the gun in the mouth, and he knocked out all of his teeth So my brother Being the quick thinker he was Took the teeth and Put them in his pocket And then uh, he got back to the barracks his, uh, like When they finished taking the prisoner And he put him in a pill bottle And he was going to bring it back to me And that shit was That was crazy Because they stopped him at the airport And they're like why the fuck do you have teeth on you I was gonna take him back to my brother, and that brother being me. But yeah, I was my brother was fucking crazy. It's pretty cool. So if you know, if you wanna know where I get my wild side from, it's from my mother, and my older brother. Not so much now. We don't really talk that much now, which is pretty disappointing. That's that's a story for another time. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah, since my brother told me all those stories and I was pretty young, I've always wanted to be in the mil- the Marines. And I was always going to be a Marine, a grunt, an infantryman. And I was and I knew that that was what I wanted to do. So, as time went on, I started doing what I would do. Like I did a bunch of dumb shit during schools. I did a bunch of dumb shit in middle school, elementary. I I got in trouble a lot. Like elementary through middle school, but I never got in trouble for, like, dumb stuff, like, it was dumb stuff, but it wasn't, like, what people usually get in trouble for, like, stealing or being disrespectful, I was just a creative kid, I, uh, I would always make, like, little gadgets and inventions, like, because I had, I had really, really bad ADHD, and uh, a lot of y'all might notice that in me because you always see me moving around, talking, just being, you know, just being me, but I don't see it as that bad no more because I've learned to control it and I'm not as bad as I used to be, but in middle school, I was, that was probably my worst. Middle school and elementary were the worst times of it, but I took that like that energy I had and I uh, turned it into little gadgets and um, little inventions so, that's that's what I would do, but I would always just be doing that all the time, and I would get in trouble for it, and, yeah, I got suspended a lot, like, a lot of times, it was crazy. Uh, fucking, yeah, so, yeah, I was getting kind of in trouble, but I always knew I was going to be in the military, and then I, first time I smoked weed too was in eighth grade, and weed had a really big impact on my life from eighth grade till till now until I stopped smoking before I joined the military. It had a really big impact on my mind, but I knew that I was still going to be in the military. But it made me want it. it. made me doubt doubt it sometimes. Like, do I really want to do this? And I'm like, fuck yeah, of course I want it. It's been something I've been wanting to do since I was little. Like, what kind of dumb shit is that? Like, I need an overall long term goal to get in that's what it was but yeah if uh yeah weed had a really big impact on me but like i said made me want to deter it a little but i still went back in and did it so yeah i uh it was my senior year and the uh, army recruiters came and i was like all right i think i feel like talking to them now and i was putting it off for a fat minute because i was just smoking and i had gotten in trouble already. Before and this one, I high school is when I probably got in trouble like, pretty like really bad, doing bad stuff. But I'll 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 tell you all that another time. I'll I'll tell, I'll, I'll probably do another story on. <coughs> <coughs> oh shit, sorry. <coughs> oh. <coughs> crazy crazy Chris, that's me. <laughs> Fucking, I'll probably do another story on. Uh, on times I got in trouble, like, I'll rank them from the worst, or the least worst, to the worst, and, uh, yeah, that's probably, that will be a good story, I'ma I'm like telling that one, probably not, but I'll like it, I'll, I'll probably I'll enjoy it, but, uh, yeah, so I talked to the recruiters, and I talked to them probably in October, or November, and that was the first time I talked to them, and I didn't talk to them again until, like, April. Oh no, not March, April, no, January, February, February, January, February, around there. So then I really, I really got into it after that. I had stopped doing my dumb shit and I really focused on, I need this, get this shit done. But my, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I was thinking, I was starting to think, because I, I was, I had a pretty good mindset at the time. Before I talked to first recruiters, because uh, these are the Army recruiters I talked to and the mil- the the Marine recruiters want you to go over there and talk to them in a recruiting place in Twin but I was thinking about it, I'm like well army really does have a lot of benefits in the long run it's a smaller it's a large it's the biggest faction military wise and it uh it gives you a lot of opportunity to rank up quicker and the quicker you rank up the more money you'll get and the better benefits I you get I s- for say so I was already thinking about it right there it just has a lot more to it and it's just I feel like it's a lot better than the other military branches but it was either between army and air force because my older brother Joe the one that was in the marines that had encouraged me to join the marines he uh he split off from the family and I hadn't talked to him for a couple I hadn't talked to him for a while actually and that was pretty rough on me so that was the reason why I was going to go it was because of him but my cousin rekindled with our family and He's my other brother, I consider him. He was in the Air Force for 13 years, and that's kind of why we hadn't really talked to him, because he's been in the Air Force for so long, and he had retired just a couple years prior. So we, he would always tell me these stories, too, about the Air Force and a lot of stuff to it. So I was thinking about Air Force or Army, Air Force or Army. But in the end, I thought about what I thought would be best for me in the future, and it was it was the army because a lot of benefits if you have a spouse or when you get married. If uh, if I stay in for 20, I'll get full retirement and retire after that. But yes, yeah, now that I'm in it now, I I do see it was a very good decision. I, I I really like the army. It's super. It's pretty easy in all honesty, and it is what you make it. If you don't like your job, then you're gonna hate it. But if you just go with it and think of it as a routine, like a around-the-clock work, then you're straight. And I'm liking it. Like, I have a lot of free time when I get off work. I get to play games, watch movies, and just... just I just get to do me. I get to be by myself. I get to live. I get to, I get to be an adult. That's what I kind of like, because... Yeah, I just... I get to grow up. It teaches me to grow up. But, uh... Yeah, that's kind of what my... That's kind of what it is. But, yeah, I... I joined joined them around, I think February is when I, February or March, February I think is when I actually enlisted and I signed my life away. (laughs) So I, uh, yeah, I I went to MEPS, which is where you go in Boise, which is the capital of Idaho. Went to MEPS and I took my SAT again. That shit was forever, three hours long. Took that. And then I enlisted, so I liked I liked the MEP Center. Pretty good people there, very nice people. And then um, I had the way... That's when I chose the day I wanted to. I wanted to go. Like what day I would leave. And they tried to these motherfuckers. This is probably this is probably the first bad experience I had with them. Was uh, they're trying to get me to leave early as fuck, because they said there's no open slots. There's no way you can go this time. You have to go this time. You know, like, whoa, hold the fuck up. And uh, if y'all know my mother, she does not say no for an answer. She's a very, she's a Mexican woman, but very educated. And uh, she knows, she knows how to get what she needs. So, she's like, whoa, what the fuck, hold the fuck up. And I had my cousin there, the one that was in the Air Force. So, yeah, my mom and my cousin, when they are there, woo, it was crazy. We were arguing with this guy, like, what the fuck you talking about? We're doing what I want to do when we want to do it. So... He said, hold on, I'll make some phone calls. And he made it sound like he did this his whole thing, but in reality, it wasn't that bad. But I got to leave when I wanted to was in the end of July, the 1st of August. So July 31st, I would leave Boise, and I would go to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. So I was, I was, I was my time, and I'm like, heck yeah. So I still get my whole summer. So I enlisted, and yeah. And then... I went through the rest of my senior year of high school, made some very good memories with some very good friends, and then my friends I already had. I obviously made a great, great memories, and then had my going away party. That was a fucking crazy experience, man. So <laughs> let me tell you about that. I, uh, I I had planned a going away party a while a while back for in uh, in July. It was mid July, so I had it's I still have time to do stuff. So it was planned in mid July and I invited everybody I knew. Like I personally I don't have that many like that many friends. Friends. Like people know me, but I don't really hang out with that many people. I have like I have friends groups. I have the Terrible Three, which is my best friend, and his cousin, which is also considered my best friend. The Terrible Three. I have the Broskies and Hoskies, which are my best friends in high school. I have the fantastic fake five, which is five fake friends, and they're they've been there fucking forever. They're cool. They're they're really cool. Uh, more two of them are probably three of them actually are probably my best ones. Uh, uh, two of them I've known for fucking ever, and then the other one I kind of rekindled with them, and he's considered I consider him probably one of my best friends now, one of my brothers. But yeah, so I don't really have like that many many friends I hang out with, but. The ones I do have, they're cool. I have a lot of adult, like, a lot of adult friends. It's crazy. Like, a lot of parents. A lot of parents really like me, and I always talk to them and stuff. So I invited a hell of parents that, like, that really, like, that helped me, that's, that I've grown up with that I consider my other families just because they have all the stuff they've helped me with through the times that just of me growing up. So I invited them. And, yeah, so I was obviously the the host and i I didn't I had I wasn't smoking then because i had I stopped for July just so I could you know make sure I'm perfectly clean for the army so i um yeah so I, I was able to drink but I was the host and my mom told me she's like Cause, well wait hold on so I told everybody to come around six but I told like I have a lot of friends I do hang out with i uh hang out with like on like every any time of the day but I have a group of partying friends like loads of people or well, not even loads, I don't even know I just I just told people to invite people but not to come till around 10 so when everybody was gone like all the family and it was uh, yeah I just told whoever I like I met at parties like I just got on their snapchats but I don't hang out with outside of parties just like to come through around that time and I'm like hell yeah for sure so I, I was the hostess i was serving people foods and we made homemade food barbecue french fries and all that and then i made a wapatuli for the the older folks it's uh the younger kids call it a uh, jungle juice that's what we call it but older ones call it wapatuli. it's uh it's where you just cut up a bunch of fruit you put juice and sodas a juice and soda inside a big ass bin with um, with a bunch of vodka or any any kind of liquor, you can get cheap liquor, and you just put it in a big old bucket and you just serve yourself, so I had one of those, and everybody loved it, that shit was, they said that shit was so good, and I'm like, hey, cool, I didn't drink any of it, cause, I don't know, I, I don't like mixed drinks, <laughs> and it was vodka, and I, I really don't like vodka, cause uh, I got alcohol poisoning off of it once, so I kind of made me not like it, so I was like, ah, yuck, nasty, I can't drink that, so I, yeah, I didn't drink no vodka, so, but uh everybody I told, like, all the families and parents I told, and my best friends, I'm like, if you come, bring a bottle of uh, Jack Daniel's Tennessee honey, so I swear there's like 15, like, 16, 17 bottles of Jack Daniel's Tennessee honey, all various, various sizes, and then my mom said not to drink that much before like, when everybody's there, I'm like, okay, but, like, I would drink a couple of beers, I'd give people beers and stuff, and then my my cousin, she brought these jello shots, oh my god, I'll never forget them, and uh, they're made of vodka, so you already know I don't like vodka, and these sons of bitches were the strongest, there's like one shot, and it's, it was a shot, it was a, he said it was one to one, so one cup vodka, one cup water, and there's a fuckloads of them, I was like, holy shit, so I'm like, thank you, because I, I asked her if she could make them, and she made them. But uh, yeah, so just throughout that time, this was probably like 7 o'clock, I told the uh, people were like, you want to take a shot? I'm like, sure. So I would take a shot, and uh, all my friends were hanging out with my family, my family was hanging out with my friends, and everybody was just getting along, and everybody's taking a shot with everybody, so I really enjoyed that. I was playing beer pong here and there, and I was just serving people food, and then I kept taking hella jello shots, and this was probably 8 o'clock by then, and I was already like, whoa, whoa, and I had, I didn't eat no foods either, because I was, I was just serving people, I didn't really, wasn't really hungry, I guess, so I was just walking around, taking shots, and then, oh man, I I think it was like 8.30, that was like the last clear memory I had, is, um, I, uh, I went... I went to my garage, and I had a little baby bottle of, of Patron, not like the small, like the little shot, like the one-shotters, like it was like the little, the smallest bottle you can get, that's not a one-shotter, so, it's like small, then goes medium, then goes large, like the one liter, then the seven, the .75 milliliters, and then whatever one's underneath that one. Yeah, I had one that was chilling in the freezer, and I'm like, I asked one of my friends, lay. Like, hey, I looked on my shoulder, I'm like, hey, I'm like, come this way, I got a, like, looking left, looking right, I'm like, I got a little, a little surprise, <laughs> like, oh, crazy, they're the Loco Levi's, what they call me back in Idaho, I'm like, Loco Levi, what you got, I whipped out this bottle of uh, Patron, and we, we chugged, we drank the whole fucking bottle of Patron in the garage in, like, 20 minutes, and man, I was fucked up after that, I, I remember going in the back for, like, an hour, and I threw up, and it was just so I said it was 8.30, so it was probably like 9.15, 9.20 when I fucking finished throwing up. And I went back to where they were playing beer pong. And they're like, what the fuck happened to you? You're gone for like an hour. I'm like, I'm feeling better. And I was I was feeling pretty sober because I had just thrown up. And you always feel good when you throw up. And then, yeah, I, uh, I was so fucked up, vision blurry and everything. And then this guy's like, oh, Gonzalez, they're like Levi fuck man we need you we need a celebrity shot to make this last this last shot and i'm like fuck i can't even see like i swear i couldn't see shit so i got it i threw it and i missed i missed really bad the first one They're like ah one more try i'm like oh my god i covered my eyes looked in the area and i shot it and i made it oh my fucking god i made the fucking shot Everybody was hyped, and then I got hyped, and then we, was like shots, let's take a shot, jello shots. and We all got a jello shot, and I took it, and then I blacked out. <sighs> uh, uh, yeah, I blacked out. My parents told me a lot of stories of what I did after that. My friends and they said I was just a mess. And then after that, all my friends partying came friends around. All my partying friends came around ten. 11 and i was already blacked out They're like nope he's gone can't do it he ain't no party here no more Mm -mm." so yeah i blacked out and i I had a i was hung over the whole the whole days i couldn't i couldn't do shit like i i could not do anything i was throwing up showering throwing up showering that was it that was my routine for the next day and yeah i yeah that was my that was my going away party. It Pretty It was a story within the story, <laughs> but uh, yeah. After that, I uh, waited a couple of weeks and then I went back to Boise to go to Meps, and then I stayed in the hotel overnight. And then I actually met this little this girl, the first black girl I ever actually like talk talk to, cause I don't know, there's not really that many black girls, well, at least in my area. But yeah, first black girl I talked to, her name was Angela, Angelina. Oh, Angelina, and she had her she was there with her uh, sister. She was also going to go to... She was going to the Navy, but she was just going to stay there to go with, to see her off. So I... I uh, was talking to her. I got her Instagram and stuff. And then... We just started flirting. And we... And she knew it was my last day there. So we like... We're like... You trying to... trying to come through? <laughs> and like, there's a briefing before like... No one fucking goes in your room. Girls stay in their room. Guys stay in their room. I'm like... Fuck that... <laughs> So we hit it off, and then we're like, pulled through to my room, and then, yeah, we, we fucked, and then, yeah, it was, it's crazy, it's pretty fucking cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, she hit me up here and there, but, she's in like, she, well, she was in Vegas, that's where she lived, was in Las Vegas, but, I don't know where she's at now, somewhere, but yeah, that was, uh, then after that, went to, the went to Fort Leonard Wood, uh, I did my, I did reception. That shit was sucky. It was a whole week of just sit, staying, stand, standing for eight hours. You couldn't sit down, you couldn't fall asleep. You'd stand up for eight hours. You wake up at four, and then from, you'd, you'd eat breakfast, do sit for till six, and then from six all the way until you're finished till sixteen hundred, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd be up, doing nothing, do waiting in line, waiting fucking lines, of hell lines. And after that, I, uh, we did basic training. I'll, t- I'll tell you the stories about basic training, but not in this podcast. There is so much shit I did in there. Crazy, but it was easy. Easiest, easiest thing I've done. I've probably done harder workouts in school. It's uh, It was like it was like a summer camp. I, I took it pretty seriously at first, but then I realized, like, people ain't doing it, so why should I? But I, like I said, I don't want to get into it. I'll tell you those stories later. But now I'm actually in the big army. Doing me, I have my own house. No, no, my own house. My own room, but I share with the roommate. But he's cool. But he's in uh, Yakima right now for a month, so I got a month to myself. I got the TV. I got Supreme sweaters, and I, I got. I made myself at home here. I'm feeling good. It's a nice, nice little setup. I make food for myself. I cook, and yeah, I'm, I'm not bad. I'm doing pretty good for myself. I feel. And I I joined the army. It it's helped me grow a lot and just get out of my immature ways. I'm still pretty immature for y'all that who who do know me. (laughs) But um, yeah, so that's my that's what I think about the army. It's it's simple. It's easy. Just do what you gotta do. Do your do your due diligence, I guess. And you don't gotta be ooh -ah ooh which is like a try hard, but you do got to try hard at some senses you know like you can sham off but do it in moderation anything in moderation is good so just have a come just come with a positive mindset just stay positive like a pregnancy test and you'll be all right but uh yeah fucking i think throwing up in the beginning really helped me out <laughs> but uh yeah so this is crazy chris signing off for another fantastic podcast by your boy Take care, have a fantastic night, and have a better week. Later.